We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, despite not sounding like it. Um, senior soccer editor of Rotowire, joined on this Friday, January 17th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, how's it going? Fine. Are you getting sick of soccer? No. Is it too much? Are you getting fixture congestion? Is that what's, is that what the problem is? Do you know what, what I think actually happened is, um, this is my punishment for laughing at Juan Mata last week. Right. That's it. And then of course I didn't play him. And I got I got killed because of it, right? We have thirty three hundred Juan Mata. You're like, I oh, you can't do that, and then everyone did it. And then I mean, I I did well in GPP, but you know, I I didn't want to fall in the trap. It's like, oh, why do we need a thirty three hundred dollar mid? We don't need one. Like I could play three better midfielders and just play them. Well, turns out that Juan Mata beat all of them, so it didn't matter. Yeah, I didn't end up on that construction, but there was a. A point where I had 3,300 left for a uti- utility spot. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Would you, were you surprised when he was shocked? The only reason I wasn't is because it's like really, like, I ignored the very basics of DFS. It's like he, DFS soccer specifically, like, he was an attacking player for a big favorite and he was 3,300. Like, I played much sketchier guys than that and barely thought of it. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's 3,300, like whatever. And for some reason, my negative opinions of Mata clouded the fact that he was so cheap. And I think it was a mistake not playing him. Right. Not with that, but that's a lot of, a lot of my attraction towards some of these players are due to those fundamental things of they're at home. They're a big favorite. They have a share of set pieces. And they're an attacker. 
what's their price? 3300 Give them them. I mean, like, like, I don't even need to know what the team is or the player is. Just it's simply that. It's the same thing we do with, like, fullbacks and, and, and forward versus, like, uh, playing a goal-dependent one versus one that's on a, like, it's fine if they're a heavy, heavy favorite, but if they're not, you know, like, these are just, like, the fundamentals of DFS soccer, and we have to kind of take our bias out of it. It's something that uh, an NBA I, I talk about all the time where people are like, how do you play that guy? He's horrible. It's like, well, cause he's 4,800 and like so-and-so is out. So like, he's going to play 36 minutes. So like, just who cares if he's a bad player? Like, he, right. He's going to be on the court. He's going to shoot. I mean, the same thing with, with Juan Mata. He that man United was a humongous favorite, huge right? Not I mean, not comparison to man city this late, but a big enough favorite. And we've had a past sample of him taking set pieces. Maybe not all of them. Do you know how many he took last week? Probably zero. Zero. Right. Didn't he even got matter. Two assists. He got two assists. But That's I think you're not you're not playing there. him at thirty three hundred. Like whenever you're playing Mata, like you're not I mean you're you're playing him theoretically for floor, but you're playing him for these assists. And they hit you last week. Yeah, but at thirty three hundred you just need one of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if he, even if you take away the two assists, he got like five and a half points or something. Yeah. And that's doable for 3,300 as it is. Yep. Yep. I think I just, I let that cloud the fact that if I was thinking, I comparing him in my head to somebody like Morgan Gibbs White from Wolves, that if like Wolves were huge favorites and he was starting up front, uh, you know, in the, in the attacking group at 3,300, I'd be like, oh, well, I could consider playing him. And yet Juan Mata, I, I just just... I, not even in my player pool. Well, I just I played him in GPP, so I I well that way. Even yeah. though I thought the opportunity cost at midfield in cash games weren't there, and I got burned because of it. Yeah, that. yeah. But now we have this slate. Now we we finally we haven't had one of these slates in a while. Yeah, where we have six games on the slate, and Man City are a million minus million favorite, and good luck. I think this slate is very difficult. But I think you could have numerous types of constructions. That's that's how I was looking at it. Um, you m- like numerous in terms of like you could have multiple Man City. You could have one. You could have none. Like I think there's a lot of like really interesting ways to go, and we at least have the benefit of not having Man City be the late game, where like there because there is no late game. So at least we will know the lineup. Because we don't have this guessing game that I feel like we usually have when they're on a slate. Right. So going down the games and, and, uh, and the betting lines, biggest favorite, Man City, currently minus 1,040 at home against Crystal Palace with a total hovering around three and 17. three quarters, yeah. <laughs> like uh, 3.7, 3.8 total. And that's primarily because Man City scoring goals. It's not because they're both going to be scoring goals. Although they uh, always give up goals, right? But I'm or saying it's goal. not. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's going to be a three to two game. Yeah, it's yeah. like no. It's more like a, a four to like a half. Right. Right. Like Crystal Palace, they'll get they'll get a goal only because Man City's defense sucks. Uh, okay. Then the next biggest favorite, and I'm using the, the quote biggest quote, uh, is uh, Brighton. Minus 143 at home to Aston Villa. That total's hovering around three. Then we got 
Arsenal at home, minus 112 against Sheffield. And that's an under. That's uh, 2.4, 2.3, 2.4. And then we got kind of the pick of the type of games. Uh, Norwich plus 115 at home to Bournemouth. That's around a two and a half total. Got uh, Southampton at home plus 139 to Wolves. And that's under two and a half. That's 2.3, 2.4. Then uh, Everton plus 145 away favorites to West Ham. And that's hovering around 2.5, 2.6. So from the looks of it, I mean, Man City are the, I mean, humongous favorites in comparison to right. these other teams. Right. And the total is almost double. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, like the total is significantly higher than any other games. I mean, they're implied based on that is uh, is is two point seven six based on uh, the Rotowire cheat sheet, and then the next is like like Brighton. Yeah, we don't consider Brighton to be like goal scoring. You know, ooh, that Brighton has actually has a higher implied goal total than Arsenal does. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to ask you the question that that you usually ask me. Okay. How much How much Man City are you playing? Um, the latest lineup I have has two. One okay, forward. I, okay. I I don't think you could play more than two. Um, I not not like the ones you want. Like n- right. Agree. Right. Not I, no yeah. no defenders. No. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm talking about a viable ones that would be considered. Viable floor or ceiling wise. Yeah. Like, yes, you, you obviously can play. You could play multi. I mean, you could play the center backs. You could play a defensive midfield. I mean, you could do that. But I think out of out of the, the people that we're talking about, we're talking about Aguero or Jesus mm-hmm. or Sterling Mares, Bernardo Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, like David yep. Silva even. I mean, like that level of player. Yep. The good thing about them is that uh, most of them are forward eligible, except for the guy that you'd really want. To play. Right, right. And that would, which, which makes the puzzle. That's that's what makes it difficult. Of like, De Bruyne is eleven thousand at midfield, and he has the he's he's the highest fantasy scorer in DPL the, for drafting score. Yeah. The the other difficulty with De Bruyne um, is that, like, he's. I think obviously we can agree he's the best floor player on Man City. And if you don't play him because there are a lot of other like there we'll get to the other midfielders but there are a lot of good midfielders to play on this slate. But you you can't play them and two Man City forwards anyway. Right. Support for this podcast comes from US Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card, get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. 
The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. So looking at, are we going to, I mean, going into this, we're going to get the lineups. But I don't assume they play like Aguero and Jesus together, right? They did that last week or two weeks. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, they did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the last game. It seems like, what's what's going on with Sterling? Is he, like, not playing anymore? He's played, like, one minute in the last two games. I don't know. Okay. So I assume he'll he'll be the one with the hat trick. Right. But let's say they line up. In any of those three combinations, let's say between Aguero, Mares, Sterling, Jesus, and there's three of them there, and we know one of them is Mares. Sergio Aguero has any time goal scoring odds of, uh, I don't know, minus 290? Yeah. (laughs) Minus 300? Uh, Mares is like plus 100. I mean, Mares assists shots. I mean, he can score a goal, obviously. I mean, he he can. Right. I think. the way I was thinking of it is that Mares, excuse me, has the highest floor of the guys you're not thinking of playing because of their floors. Right. So like it's helpful, but, but like is, it's, is it helpful in the end? Yeah, but I mean if 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 you had to choose between playing one of Aguero and Mares, which one would you play? Aguero. Okay. Even if, but the two hundred dollar difference. Yeah. If Mares was like ninety eight hundred, then that at least has enough of a gap that maybe you could use the 900 somewhere. Maybe, yeah. Right. So even though Mares probably has, if if you took, if you didn't count goals, Mares has a higher floor than Aguero. Yeah. But it, it, when you're paying 10000 for someone, like eight points doesn't cut it anyway. Exactly. So like Aguero, Aguero probably with, if he's up to like minus 300, that means he's nearly a coin flip to have two goals. Right? Yes. Okay. And then we have, like, Bernardo Silva. So I, like, in a perfect world, like, in the lineup, I'd rather Silva and Mares play. And Aguero. Like, that be the front line. And you so play I, Bernardo? I, I, I play, why not? In a game where they're going to take a million shots? I mean, come on. They're a minus million favorite. Because I'm looking at, because the, the problem I'm seeing. But you play the, both what, of them what, without De Bruyne? Yeah, that's what that's the point that I'm making. I think that's the biggest decision on this slate of how you're going to construct your lineup with if you play De Bruyne, you're going to have to find a cheaper forward probably somewhere. If you just fill two yeah. Man City forward spots, you just don't, don't have to worry about it. You just like there are midfielders in the mid range, mid to high range that you can play that are not Kevin De Bruyne. So just like if, if Man City is going to score four plus goals. Like, just fill your two forward spots with that. Yep. I mean, but that's an option. I, I get the other way around also. That this is the – I just think that if, if – if, I don't think – first off, I don't think this is a dinky-do slate. <laughs> right? I yes. think you're pl- I think you're playing one of these the, these Man City forwards. Mm-hmm. There really aren't that many good cash game forwards on the slate. Right. But really the question comes in is which one of the Man City forward eligible players do you play? Do you play them with De Bruyne? Do you play two of them as forwards and don't worry about De Bruyne? Or do you play one of the forwards and you still don't worry about De Bruyne and you play three three slightly higher priced guys at midfield? Or you pay up slightly at defense? Yeah. You do something like that because this could be the type of game where 
production gets spread around. Like Aguero has a hat trick, but then no one else has like more than 12 points on the Man City team. Right? Aguero sitting there with 40. And it's like a Gundawan assist and a, a David Silva assist. Kevin De Bruyne has a nice 15 point score. You know, Mares has a 10 point score. But it's like the only Man City guy that you needed was just one of them. Yeah. But looking, I, I think analyzing Man City is, is we all know, they're, they're minus 1,000 favorites. I mean, in GPP, if you want to jam guys in, if you want to play five of them, I mean, like, legitimately, this game could be 7 nothing. I mean, like, Do you think it could be, it could be the game where you, you just take everyone and you win. Yeah. Do you think Mares is a better play than Jesus if Aguero does not start? Uh, Jesus would nearly inherit Aguero's goal-scoring odds. And he's cheaper, yeah. right? Doesn't that make sense? Unless you consider that if Jesus starts and Aguero's on the bench, that Jesus is not going to play all 90, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe, right? But, I mean, Jesus is, like, the, the, the... I mean, I know prop lines are not, like, the best to go by, but Jesus has a minus 220 anytime goal scoring mm-hmm. up. If you take Aguero off, that has to go up, right? I mean, it's still minus two twenty. Even if you want to count that, okay, that's when that's that way. Yeah. Just like Sterling has minus one eighty. The interesting one, we'll get to him. Because like, that sticks out like a what one of these goal scoring odds sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, it does. For the price and the matchup, we'll get to him. Not in cash, but we'll get to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Man City, self-explanatory. I mean, they're great, okay? Like, how much can we analyze? Mm-hmm. Like, if, you, if you'd like, I'm going to play Mahrez over Aguero, great. Okay, we're, we're, we're you want to do it that way? We're, we're arguing over the best plays on the slate because they're ridiculous favorites with a high total. Right. Uh, what's going on with the Arsenal situation? Who's going to be filling in for, for Aubameyang? Because he's going to be suspended for three games. I assume the front line will be Lacazette and um, Pepe. And then probably Martinelli. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Is Martinelli even worth playing at 7,000? I don't think so. No. I mean, he's close enough to Pepe where you would just play Pepe. Right. But Pepe is is viable on the slate. I just yeah. I just I just think Sheffield United's defense is is good enough that like Pepe has a floor. But like if I'm already paying eighty one hundred for Pepe, like I'm already locking myself out of like another Man City player. Yep. So like, why not just go down at midfield or defense somewhere so I could just go all get get a Jesus, uh, get one of the Man City guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would you play Pepe over Bernardo if he started? Probably not. Right. I'd probably play Bernardo because I just did, that game is going to have like chances created. And all, I mean, just why not? Why yeah. just in a forward spot? I think the, the 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 interesting plays are in this mid range. What do we do? Were you going to say Siggy? Yeah, is he is he out? He's out. I just see the O tag, and I just I was reading up before this before we even talked about it. Yeah, they ruled him out this morning. Oh, this morning. Ah. And, and Richarlison. And Richarlison. Uh, and they're, they're not going to be a favorite anymore. This line's going to change. Right? I mean, they're away or whatever. 
Okay, yeah. so that though, that takes away one of the interesting options because I was going to say Sigurdsson. Oh, that that now. Oh, do you see that he split set pieces last week though? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to bring up, but now we don't have to worry about it, and now we have a sixty-two hundred dollar defender that we have to worry about. That's right. Okay, now this makes things even more interesting. Yeah. Because so there are defenders in the cheap range that you can play two of them. Yep. And that are good, and you don't have to play. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Yeah. I think we need. To, I need to. I think we need to compare a sixty-two hundred dollar. He's sixty-two hundred, right? Yes. We 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 need to start comparing now for this slate a sixty-two hundred dollar Dean with a sixty-two hundred dollar midfielder. Yep. I think that's the better. All the way ones are they're a little higher. A little right, higher, right. So. I'm just saying. I think you if you're using Dean, you may be using him in a utility spot and playing three defenders. Yeah. Uh, okay. So other forwards. Uh, would you say the same that I said about Pepe with uh, Adama Traore? Yes, I like him too. Right, but like you said for Pepe, if Bernardo Silva was in at 8,200, you'd rather just play Silva. Would you say the same thing for Traore? Yeah, I mean, these guys, I'm just looking at if I decided I didn't want, I didn't, I don't want to deal with Man City at all. Mm-hmm. Like forwards, I think you could play, yeah, Traore and Pepe. Right. Like you could do a build that has no Man City forwards, do like Pepe, Traore, and then play De Bruyne as your only. Yes. Man City exposure. And that to me, that's like the ultimate floor lineup. And you're just hoping that the Man City goals are just spread out. Yep. Like, like, or they're just, just not that many. Or just not many. It's, only, it's a two nothing game yeah. or something like that, which that's an option to go. You could do that. Uh, then we get down to uh, is I consider 6,800 for Trossard to be efficiently priced. Yeah. Moy is supposed to be back. And. Yeah, I think what what made me think of Trossard's price, yeah, is that it was efficient and it made gross at eighty five hundred look insane. Yeah, gross at eighty five hundred is is a non factor. Yeah, like there's no, there's 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 no I, there's no world in which I play him. Plus, right. Brighton lines up and like everyone else is out and it's just gross on the field. Right. Exactly. By himself. Brian. By himself. Yeah. Right. Because they, because Jahan Bosch is not going to play because they have they have everyone back. Yeah, the interesting... I mean, Brighton is like unfortunately priced efficiently uh, right. because they've been decent, and so, but like I, I just don't see the need to spend, to have to play or ha- to have to pay excuse me efficient prices for Brighton on a slate I'm trying to save money to get Man, Man City. Right. Well, Brighton is also like the, technically the second biggest favorite. At home, yeah, but it's just so much. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm just showing you why the pricing is the way yeah. it is. Yeah, is that it's it's in based on awful. right. But also, like the, the the most interesting game on the slate to me is Norwich Bournemouth, because essentially it's the 19th place team against the 20th place team, mm-hmm. and Norwich is playing it like this. I I consider this to be a must win game for for Norwich. They're six sure. points from 19th from Bournemouth. So like this is a true six point. Like if if they're going to be down like now, if Bournemouth win, they'll be nine points. Yeah. So like now now you're getting into and they're, they're, like they win this game, they're, now they could be within three. But that now they could start getting out of the relegation zone. But Bournemouth is in the same position. So like I love these. I love targeting these these relegation six pointers. Timu Puki. <laughs> After has the highest anytime goal scoring odds. 
past the Man City players. Yeah. And it's 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 not it's it's minus one fifty five. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like oh it's plus one oh five. It's like Danny Ings is plus one oh five. And and uh Lacazette is plus plus one oh five. Even Mares is plus one oh five. But like Maupai, one forty mm-hmm. plus minus one forty, Pookie minus one fifty five. Yeah. Maupai is sixty seven hundred, Pookie is sixty three hundred. I'm not saying that these guys are cash plays, but like, who else are you going to play down here? Like, I how could I how could I say at these prices at those goal scoring odds? This is kind of going against what like because I wouldn't consider either of them to be floor forwards. But with their goal scoring odds, playing Pookie at sixty three hundred, he's questionable, but I think he's playing. Uh, is that? Like, why would I, like, Liz Mousset? Does that make it any better? Pedro Nito? Like, Redmond? Am I playing Redmond at 5,200 instead? Am I playing Zaha against Man City instead? Am I playing, uh, if Alzate is in against Aston Villa? That, that, that's a, I could do that at 5,000, but we haven't seen him in the lineup. But I'm like, I'm just looking down at the lower end going, like, who's the lowest, who's the lowest forward that I would play and. If the, if the lowest forward that I play is like a guy that kind of plays wide, but, you know, whatever. But for a couple of hundred more, I could get a goal scorer that has like higher than 50 percent chance of scoring. Like, why would I just take the goal scorer at that point? That makes sense. Right. You understand the logic. It's it's more of an it's more of a uh, that there's no one else. Like it's like it's there, there's nothing down here that I feel comfortable with. If I'm pl- if I'm playing someone in this range, that's the that's the key. Right. Like I actually think Zaha's playable at fifty one hundred. No, that's why I mentioned him. I know you mentioned him in the article. Yeah. But the point that I'm making is that like Trossard to me has a higher quote floor at sixty eight hundred. But by what two points? I mean by how many points that like but Tro- but Maupai or Puki have higher chances of scoring a goal with only a difference of floor of like not not. Dramatically different, right? So why am I? Do- That's why I look and go. Redmond, at least Redmond's at home. Wolves played like a full strength squad midweek, so we could even if they do play full strength, they could be tired. Who knows? But I look at like Pedro Pedro Nato or Reese Nelson if he starts for Arsenal. They go. What makes their floors any dramatically different than a Pookie? Well, I mean, it's a deep. I mean, from. Um, those guys. I mean, it's like almost a thousand, a thousand dollars in salary. It's right, not, but still, you're paying down. You're still, you, you can't. You're, you're still paying down. You're not good. This is not a. Well, do I play Traore or do I pay down? It's like no. You you don't even have enough for Traore. Like, right. Like, okay. are you paying down in this zone? If you're like, you're like, okay, I built my lineup. I need a forward that's sixty five hundred or less. And then you have goalkeeper where you could go up or down. So right. it doesn't matter. So it's like, do you play Pookie and a cheap goalkeeper or do you pay Redmond and you pay up a goalkeeper? Like, and then you go, since you just kind of throw a goalkeeper, like it doesn't matter. So what I'm trying to just go by the proponent of that. There's, there's no one I see that's expected to play in the lower range that I feel comfortable with their floor regardless. So I just rather take someone that, more of a chance of scoring a goal. And you'd rather do that as opposed to fade De Bruyne. 
No, it's possible. Or it's just I what you're doing. That. Just no, the, what I'm, you're I'm for that type of construction. Right, right. What I'd rather do, my, my natural inclination is to just play like Pepe and Traore and not even play any of the Man City forwards. And then play De Bruyne in midfield. That's my natural, my, my inclination is to act as if goals don't exist. And just play the the players that are get ga- most amount of guaranteed points. Right. And then what ends up happening is that I lose. <laughs> I know that, that you can't do that all the time. But at midfield, like you could, okay, we're going to go to midfield. You could get rid of De Bruyne, and there's plenty of midfielders to play. So many. I would love to. I would love to be able to fill one a forward spot with one of these midfielders. But you oh, can. You, yeah. Uh, but the problem is, is that I don't think, like, there's no low end. I think the low end defenders are better than the low end midfielders. Agreed. Like if I'm gonna, if I'm, if oh, I got thirty eight hundred or four thousand left in my utility. You're probably playing a defender in that spot. Yeah. Not a midfielder. So I'm looking in the range. I mean, let's how many how many people are here in this range? I gotta say, let's see, one, two for cash, I would say one, two, three, four, five. Five in the range of seven thousand and above. Would you agree? There are five. Um for cash games. Yeah. Okay. And those five would be Buendia at 8,700, Graylish at 8,400, Snodgrass at 7,900, Frazier at 7,200, and Ward Prowse at 7,100, right? I, the only one I considered adding to the group was Moy, but I don't really see myself playing Moy over one of the other guys. Right. I don't see myself paying 7,400 for him. Yeah. Fleck at 7,000. Hilarious, though. Right. No, I'm not paying. That's why I didn't even bother. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go a little lower, though. Or Well, there's Matinho at 6,700. Seven, yeah. right? We got Matinho at 67. We got Mesut Ozil at 6,400. Mm-hmm. We can go down even further. And then then, we'll get that, then we get into more of the 5,000 range. So, I, to me, I have no problem going, screw De Bruyne. Let me play Buendia, Graylish, and, and, and Frazier or something. Like, just, let's just play three of these guys. Right. And just screw it. And just... But I think in a build, I think these guys like if you're playing Buendia, he's 8700. Yeah, it's not... I don't think these are these are not. I think you could play two of the lower end of these guys with two Man City forwards, as long as one of the forwards is Bernardo Silva. Wait, I'm sorry, say that again. I think you could play. I don't think you could play Buendia, but I think you could play something like Mares or Aguero, and Bernardo Silva, and then play like a. And then, then play Frazier and Ward Prowse together in that type of build. Right? You could do that. I'm trying to see if you can do that. I didn't think you could. No, maybe you, can, maybe you still can't. Yeah, you can. You have 4,200 left, and you'd, you'd play three defenders and go down a goalkeeper. You could do it. Huh. Okay. I mean, you, it, you, you get by. But the problem is, the problem is, is in in this range that unless you're paying down at forward or you're not playing Kevin De Bruyne, I, I just don't see how, how are you playing Buendia at 8,700? I, I agree. But you have to admit that like from a floor perspective, like you want to play him. Oh yeah. And what, how, how often is Norwich favored? Ever. Right, right. 
and they're at home against the second worst team in the Premier League. Like there's 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 no better matchup the entire 38 game season than the current one that Wendy is on. Right. But he's 8,700. But I think that's efficient. I think that's what he should be. Right? Yes, absolutely. Would you rather? I would rather play Buendia at 87 than Graylish at 84 with Villa on the road to Brighton. I agree with that. Okay. I think Snodgrass comes in under all of these guys. I think for 7,900, it's not worth If I'm going to play Snodgrass at 7,900, I might as well just play Ward Prowse at 71. Or Frazier at 72. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously cheaper, but I think Frazier and Ward-Prowse are, like, firmly behind Buendia and Graylish. Yeah, but uh, but they are, but they're also 1,000 to 1,500 cheaper. But then we have Matinho and Ozil. These are guys that you're more likely to fit in. Right. But I don't. I don't think Arsenal is that great of a play this week. I agree. Like I, I if anyway. I had to compare, if I had to compare Mesut Ozil at sixty four hundred to Lucas Dina at sixty two hundred, I'm playing Dina. Yep. And I could say, probably say the same thing with Matinho. I was just about to say that. Yeah. If Dean was sixty two hundred and a midfield eligible player, I'd probably rank him one out of all of these players, point per dollar. Yep. Right. Yep. With with Sigurdsson out. Yeah. And Dean being, I mean, essentially would get the monopoly of Everton set pieces. Maybe. Maybe. At least a, sh- at least a majority. Right? We're, we're assuming. We we're don't assuming. Know. We no, haven't seen no, we don't, we don't. him under Ancelotti without Sigurdsson. Right. But you have to assume that if they split last week and Sigurdsson is now out, essentially that means, like, if you want to just go by just rational type of logic, at worst he's splitting. Yes. Right. Yes. At worst, someone else will be splitting with him for whatever the other side for the in swingers or whatever. And it could be someone else. Who knows? Maybe it's a DB on the other side. They do something like that. Or that he just takes everything. Yeah. So to me, to me at 6,200, I know we're not talking about defense, but like I have to, we have to consider Lucas Dean like he's a midfielder for the purposes of construction. Mm-hmm. If Dean was a 6,200 midfielder, he is the, he is at, Worst, slightly underpriced, and at best, egregiously underpriced. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like either either he should be sixty seven hundred, or he could be. He could be should be nine thousand. Right. That old feels school. aggressive. But... Yeah, yeah, but I'm just old school Lucas Dean. You know, like when you're like you know he because he also gets the clean sheet equity. In there, thrown in, right? So, okay. like, I can't see. I can't. I could see playing like Matinho with Dean, you know, something like that. But I just like in place of these guys. No. Is there anyone in like the five thousand ish type of range, forty five hundred to six thousand range? Um, they're playable guys, but not people that I want to. That's how I looked at it. Like, I thought about it. Um, Connor Howerhan at 53, but he hasn't really been doing much. Oliver Norwood at 5,000, but like away to Arsenal. I didn't really want to buy into that. How about El Ghazi at 5,700? Yeah, I thought about that. I just Lanzini at 5,600? Yeah, I like those two. I just was like never in that range for a midfielder. 
Right. For cash games. And in GPP, yeah. these are these are guys that you could play. Sure. Right? Or like Trezeguet at 5,100. Yep. Solly March, if he's in, at 5,000. I think that's doable if he plays. I like McLean at 4,000. If he plays, I, they signed the, the Andres Duda. Yeah. Like, they, he could be playing. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But these are like, like that's why I like Douglas Louise for 4,300. He's like, he's someone. But I'm saying once you get down to this range, once I get down to 4,000s, like Davey Proper, Mark Noble, uh, and, uh, yeah, I know you mentioned like Philip Billing. Once you get down to this, I just feel like there are defenders. Yep. That I'd rather, that I think are better, higher floor players than these midfielders. Any of these midfielders could score a goal, sure. Yeah, they could show up with a goal. Yeah, maybe. But I'm not rushing like, you know, Guendouzi, it's 3,700 because Torreira's out. I I don't know. These are pure punts. Jaka's down to 35. Remember yeah. when Jaka was like 8,000 yeah. and all set pieces? Yeah, there's nothing down here. No, no. So you said you were comparing Dina to midfielders. Right. Do you think that the construction leads to playing Dean, playing two cheaper defenders with Dean, or just foregoing Dean altogether? I don't see any reason to forego him. Okay. I mean, that well, there is a reason that you're jamming in two high-priced Man City forwards. Like, can you play yeah. Dean? Like, the, the problem is, that it comes into if you jam in, like, Mahrez and Aguero up top, you're not getting De Bruyne, obviously. Uh, you're going to have to pay down at, like, two spots. And would you rather pay down at midfield or at defense? And I think there are more pay down options at defense than there are in midfield. So, like, if you're playing, let's say, like, I'm jamming in Aguero and Mares, and then, like, and then playing Dina, like, I can't, like, I can't get, like, two of any of those, like, the midfielders that we talked about. You're in some weird $4,500 range. And there's not really many people there that you want. Yeah. I think Dina makes sense in a three defender lineup. Right. You're still, unless you, unless you like a $3,800 type of midfielder. Right. Right. I God mean, it's bless just, you if you just, do. Right, right. It's just a it, it. All the games are happening at the same time at 10 in the morning. So, like, whether or not you put Dean in the utility or in the defender spot and you put the cheap defender in utility, it's still the same construction. Yeah. Right. It's just that. You're at $6,200. You're not comparing him to other. I'm not comparing him to Angelino. I'm not comparing him to Sidibe or Gilbert yeah. or Mendy or any of these, uh, whoever, Rico. I think he's easily, like, I'm not playing Rico. I, I'll find the 1200 to get Dina. I think Rico's fine. I think Cresswell's fine. I just don't think that the floors of some of these guys are dramatically enough different that I can't just pay a thousand less for some people. Yeah. I think, I think that range, I think that range is more interesting. I think there's a lot of options there. A like lot relative for high threes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. So yes, if you wanted to play one of the chef Baldock or, or Stevens or something, sure. I mean, they're priced efficiently. You want to play like a Montoya when Brighton favored? Uh, okay, he's forty three hundred. That's fine. But I'm looking more into like the, the basically basically the Southampton Wolver, Wolves yep. game. Yep. Cedric's forty three hundred. Bertrand is thirty eight hundred, and then like Johnny and Doherty are like forty one hundred and four thousand. Yeah. Typically, we find 
Wolves fullbacks who are wingbacks like a thousand more expensive or at least yep. 500 more expensive. There may be some rotation. We may get a, a Ruben Vinegar. Vinagre? Vinagre. It's Vinagre. 3,600. You may get something like that. Could. Yeah, could. But yeah, but th- those guys sense. jumped out at me just because, like, they're center backs in this price range. Right. Like, obviously, he the- has the significant uh, clean sheet odds, but, like, why would I play Otamendi in cash when Bertrand's actually cheaper? Right. I can even see with Norwich being favored playing playing a Byram or an Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Aaron's is thirty nine hundred. Byram is thirty six hundred. You figure they do a little bit more, being that they're home and favored, as opposed to when they're defending most of the time. I think whoever starts out wide for Arsenal is fine too in GPP. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then because now they've made Maitland Niles defender yeah. eligible, so you could play him there. Yep. I think you're playing two of these guys. That's why I look at this and go, I could pay it down a defender twice. I could, you can pay down a defender three times if you want, right? Yep. That construction is where you're jamming in Man City players. Yeah. Right? Yep. If Sidibe, if they play Coleman, and Coleman is 3,900. So if he plays as a fullback, but that we've seen the formation where Colvin plays as a fullback, but then Sidibe plays as the winger. Yeah. I mean, I like him at 5,500, but I mean, I wouldn't prioritize him over Lucas Dina. Agreed. Right. But I, hey, but it opens up Seamus Coleman to be a play. I mean, like there's another sub 4K, 4K range type of defender that could be played. Mm-hmm. But all these guys sound better at that range than like playing Philip Billing, right? Yes. Like that, that's the point. And at goalkeeper, uh, the the best play this this is I think the first time ever. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you who the best who could be the best play at goalkeeper. Okay. The first time ever. Uh it's a guy that's not in the player pool. Oh. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Randolph. Oh. West Ham signed Randolph, yeah. right? Yep. And if he just sits, if he just starts, because Martin did a horrible job, Fabianski's out. Yeah. If they start, because remember, Everton now has Richarlison and Sigurdsson out. Yeah. West Ham are at home. So it's like, they're a, it's a home goalkeeper, and that's the cheapest one. But what happens if Randolph starts? You can't play him. He's not yeah. in the player pool. Yeah. Wah, wah. wah wah right <laughs> is that but is that the first time in the history of the podcast where it's like like I think the best event uh, the goalkeeper play is literally unplayable yeah literally unplayable uh. right so now so now you can't even now we finally have the answer after so many years of who the best goalkeeper it's not play where we want it's not I don't know anything could happen it's like no lock city lock city Randolph and then you go, how do I play that? How do you can't? Hmm. It'll and maybe it saves you from yourself because you'll play him and lose. Right, right. Write him in. Do you know like an election? 
But you get why. I mean, sure. you get why. I mean, with the with two main pieces of Everton out and West Ham at home, it's a home the cheapest home goalkeeper. I mean, what what's wrong with that? Yeah, I think if you're not going to play much Brighton, but I mean they're a little overpriced in playing Pepe Reina, assuming yep. he starts at forty one hundred. Then you could always go down to Guaita and just hope he gets enough saves. Yep, that he makes points. But I, I, truthfully, even though Man City has not kept many clean sheets, Ederson is underpriced at fifty nine hundred. Is he underpriced or the Brighton and Arsenal guys overpriced? Well, both. I mean, but it's always the same. It's always yeah. it, you're never going to see a goalkeeper over six thousand or under thirty five hundred. So it's always going to be in that range. But Matt Ryan at fifty six hundred, Brighton is a minus one forty five favorite. Yeah, Ederson is. 300 more and is a minus nearly a minus 1100 favorite the the clean sheet odds of man city are 52 percent clean sheet odds of brighton are 33 percent okay so like the 300 dollars difference is dramatic yeah but i just don't i don't think you're in a position to even pay up at goalkeeper anyway Would you rather play Ederson or Lucas Dina? Right. Right? I mean, that, that that's what it comes down to. Or some type of 6,000-level Ozil, Matinho. Yes, Ederson can give you 12 points. But if he gives up a goal, you're dead. I mean, you've you, you wasted your money. Right. But from a technicality standpoint, the range of these goalkeepers should not – Ederson should be like 6,800. Yes. If these guys are other – Either that or Ederson is 5,900 and Matt Ryan should be 5,000 or 4,800. Right, right, right. And something like that. Like, it's just the, the difference between the two. Yep. But what's going to happen is that Randolph is going to start and put up a, some 40 type burger. Of, right, exactly. And no one could have. That's okay. I, I'm fine with that. Right, but I'll, cl- I'll claim it, though. That's that's see that's the tout move. That's a great through. yeah. I've never heard yeah. that one before. Right, you just you 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 cut, you make a take on a player that's not even in the player pool. Yeah. So it's like if he does badly, it didn't affect anyone, right? Yeah. That like oh, you couldn't have played him, so don't blame me. And if he does well, then you you, you can beat your chest over. Mm-hmm. No, had he you. been in the player pool, I would have won all the. Money. Yeah. I had him a hundred percent until I realized he wasn't right. in the player pool. Right, I had him at 100%. 100% yeah. of possible exposure, which yeah. was zero. 120%, right? actually. I mean, yeah. Right, I'm overexposed. Yeah. My wife I was, was writing a... him into, I was writing him into my lineups. I actually added him to my CSVs and kept on getting upload errors. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to jam him in too much. They yeah. wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Sharp takes on this podcast. No, what's going to end up happening is Martin's going to start again and give up seven goals. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, that, that's, yeah. What, that's what's going to end up happening. Right, none of this was like, uh, oh, you should just play the West Ham guy. Like, we actually are specifically talking about Randolph. Right. Like, Roberto will start. So one of these, the, the, the Randolph won't start as the new guy. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm plugging in uh, 4,500. And right. then gives up four goals and then gets replaced by Randolph. Ooh. Like, they waste a sub. Right. Even though they're down by three goals, they waste a goalkeeper sub when the goalkeeper is healthy. We've fallen off the rails here. See, I we we even we, we we managed to spend three or four minutes to talk about goalkeepers regardless. It's really a gift. 
<laughs> Anybody has any follow up for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. I am at Rotowire Andrew. Um, also available in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat. Jordan, we have some midweek matches next week and nothing the following weekend. So I think we're going to have to be back on Monday. Yay, I can't wait. That's right. Um, So we'll be back next week. Um, Thank you for listening. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.